Farm Employment Files, episode number three. Hey, I forgot to turn you up. Check one, two. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> That's why we do this show, folks. Practice. Learning, growing. Yes, coming in with a little bit of Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Everybody knows this is nowhere. It's a, it's a beautiful... Friday evening, Labor Day weekend. I believe it's it's September now. No, September's tomorrow. September's Turn tomorrow. September at midnight. So it'll be September when you hear the show. Well, I'm going to put it out as soon as we're done, but most people probably won't listen until yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Unless they're like dedicated fans, and I hesitate to even call people fans. I think they just listen to see how stupid I am. Yeah, or how stupid Chuck is, or how or what you yeah, know. That's going to get back to how Chuck. much of an asshole I am. Oh yeah. They'll think we're all assholes There's no doubt about that There there can be no doubt That we're all assholes That's part of the That's part of the value It's part of the charm But here we are Talking about the farm life We don't talk about anything But farm stuff On the farm employment files It's true That's the deal And um We just had some Oh, I forgot to mention we're sponsored. We are brought to you by the Beach Glen Market and Diner in beautiful scenic Beach Glen, West Virginia, right outside of right outside of Belva and Jody. Best hot dogs in West Virginia. Best hot dogs in West Virginia. Pretty gosh damn good pizza, if you ask me. Fine pizza. So mighty fine. Tell them, tell them that Dutch and John sent you, and they'll look at you weird, and but they'll smile and serve you. They'll anyway. be really nice because they're uh, they're religious ladies that wear the long. Skirts and have then they don't cut their hair. Yeah, so they're nice. I like them. It was a fine experience. Went in there. Yeah, they uh, they serve with care. They gave us all hugs. Yeah, they get. There was like, um, they gave me like a rosary. <laughs> said God bless you, child, and like said you 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 will be blessed on all your journeys, hither forth to here to come. I'm pretty sure they didn't even spit in any of the food. I didn't taste. So, it. I didn't detect any. Blessed be the fruit. They may have spit in there, but I didn't taste any goobers or anything. Yeah, if it's just regular spit, I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. Now if they're hawking loogies, I mean, gleeking, gleeking on a pizza can you know? <laughs> that adds fine. a little bit of salt. Why not? A little bit of salt content. It's fine. It helps break down the food before you eat it. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good. It was a pretty good experience. See, I've been building that place up so much for so long to to at least Chuck. I don't know if I've mentioned it a lot to you, just maybe once or twice. Several, several times. Yeah, more than a few times. But anybody that asks me, like, the best hot dogs in West Virginia, I always say, unless you find a a church group that's putting on a hot dog sale. A particularly good church group. Yeah. We're, we're like, the- people that really believe this bullshit. They make the best <laughs> hot dogs. I promise you, you will never find better hot dogs in the state of West Virginia. 
other and if you can't find one of them having a hot dog seal, go to Beach Lynn Market and down there. They'll treat you right. It's like the special recipe that Custard Stand or whatever place has. They've got that, only it's better. And they're not making any money off of it. Yeah. They're not making a whole lot. They're doing okay. It's just what they make for their family because they love them. And they yeah. make the same food for you, so yeah. it's good. They're they're just adding to the building fund at the uh yeah. at the church. Whatever they keep thinking about building, but they never do. I mean, you'd, you'd think a hot dog is just standard bread, standard wiener, chili wiener. slaw. Onions. Onions, mustard. Mustard, whatever else you might want. If, if you're a relish guy, I'm not going to hold it against you. You know, I do like a good hot dog. Like, like if I'm not doing a West Virginia dog, like slaw and mustard, like a, Ger- like a brat German style. Right on. It's a fantastic dog. But, you know, yeah, four to five times I'm getting the West Virginia dog, without a doubt. Some places they put a whole pickle. And a slice of tomato on it. Oh, there's the Chicago dog. Yeah. It's the Chicago dog. It's, a, it's got it like the a pickle and a, and a fresh tomato, a specific kind of mustard. It's, there's a specific kind of dog you're supposed to use, too, I think. They take it real seriously. And I've yeah. had those. Those are pretty good. They take their, they take their meats very seriously it, in Chicago. It's not as, uh, it's no West Virginia dog, but it's a, it's a fine way to eat a hot dog. I respect it. I'm not going to down anybody for eating a hot dog, no matter what they do with it. Yeah, you can do it. You, you can eat a plane. The world's your oyster. The, uh, how, how did the uh, how did the people who died at, at, in the towers in nine eleven like their hot dogs? Um, how did New Yorkers like hot dogs? Plain. Really? <laughs> oh, wait, there you go. Oh, it's horrible nine eleven joke. Not it's not, too, not horrible. Not too soon. <laughs> it's not too soon at this point. It's too late. You should have made that one on nine twelve. In seventeen years or some shit. <laughs> Jesus, it's been that long. It's coming right up. Been that long. The wow. anniversary. The happy happy nine eleven. Everybody, if you're listening yeah, this, to this, this late. is the official not, the farm employment files nine eleven show. Yeah, mm. we might do another one next week that comes out right before. So we'll on that one. We'll it's dive part one. We'll dive deep into the conspiracies. Oh, I could totally do that. I could research it a little bit and, and dig up all this stuff. And be right? prepared. Yeah. Just watch two or three documentaries and you're ready to go. Well, the documentaries aren't as good as they used to be because they've they've been changed quite a bit. Yeah. Remember the original Loose Change, the first Loose Change that came out. They did a redux to it, didn't they? They changed a bunch of shit on it. They took a bunch of good evidence out, I feel like. Anyway. That's not what we're here to talk about, even though 9-11 was an inside job. Um, it was a job. At the very least, it was, uh, it was a big job. taken advantage of. It was definitely... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a truther or whatever. I don't think that... I, I don't believe... Most of what the nine eleven commission report tells us is true. I think that there was a whole bunch of foul play involved. I don't pretend to know how it happened, but I, well, do, I definitely thing, don't buy it. Good for you, as most of the people that listen to this are right on board. Well, I don't know. They're either on board or they get angry if you suggest. I know one guy in particular gets super angry if you suggest it. Who's that? The guy on Facebook that you got into a thing with. Oh, well, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think there's some merit. I don't, I don't know. But people say, why would why would they do that? And like, why wouldn't they? Look at all the money that was made for one. All the wars look we got to the, get into, and look at all the yeah the money that was made from the wars and the this huge like agenda that's still being carried out 17 years later. That's all directly Patriot Act. directly a result of that. It changed everything. It really did. It changed everything. It really did. It was. It's so weird. It like, I wish I was. 30 whenever it happened so I could really see how much it changed 
I mean, I see a change. You know, I was whatever. I, don't, I was twenty or whatever. Yeah, I was twenty-two. I think whenever. No, I was getting ready to turn twenty-two. You know, maybe I was nineteen. Yeah, I think I was nineteen. I was right about to turn twenty when it happened. Yeah, because I'm I'm an October boy. We're both October. We're boys. both October. Look at us. Yeah. Both God damn it. What's, what's Chuck? He's May, isn't he? I don't know when Chuck was born. I think he's May. Me and Chuck are left-handed. Are you left-handed? No, but I'm I'm left-handed sympathetic. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> you're, I'm ambidextrous. You're an ally. <laughs> I shoot I shoot guns left-handed. I shoot archery left-handed. Certain things I do left-handed. I play guitar right-handed. I shoot, I shot basketball right-handed, and I batted right-handed in baseball. You, you jerk off left-handed or right-handed or, or switch lefty? It? Unless switch? I just want to switch up. I switch it up. But I sometimes, but I'm just not as good at jerking myself off with my right hand. I actually don't even know. I think I think usually it's the left. Yeah, jerk me off real quick with both hands. And <laughs> but it's going to be mirror image though, so you got yeah, it's yeah. got to be the opposite. You have to one. stand behind me. It's going to be weird. <laughs> Getting weird. <laughs> but this is what you paid for, yeah. listeners. Yeah, this is the this is the show you want. This is what you asked for. I keep getting messages every week. Make it weirder. Make it weirder. More sex stuff. More, more gay sex stuff. <laughs> Between them. From one guy in particular. <laughs> <laughs> He's real passionate about Very it. Very passionate. Yeah, he does fan fiction about me and Chuck getting married and going on cruises together. He's got like a whole a whole series of of short stories about the short stories held they're almost like romance novels. You could probably get them in a CVS if you want. Yeah, I mean they're it, it's on the it's on the stories section of Pornhub yeah. if you want to read it. Is there a story section on Pornhub? Yeah, I mean, that's Why the thing. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a sec- I don't know about Pornhub specifically, but I know there's, like, sometimes it's, you know, there's a whole niche of people that, women like, prefer really, to read. Women really like reading stuff. That's yeah. why those trashy romance novels are big. Like, you can write a good a good jerk-off story with just like a, in just, like, a few pages and have it work. And that way you get to imagine what everybody looks like. I get it. Yeah, you you know, it's it's kind of like a form of softcore, really. Yeah, I just don't have that much time. I gotta get this out. Except that it's, usually the stuff is really raunchy in it. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, you know, stuff that's raunchier than what you could really do in a, in a, <laughs> in a scene. Because <laughs> you can use words, you can do whatever you want with them. Oh, he's just shitting right down her face. You can make the dick look however you want in a yeah. in a story. You like a big veiny dick? Great. Yeah, you want it. You like cur- a smooth dick? Curvy, Fantastic. nine inch curvy. Nine. You inches. want you want the guy to be aggressive? Do you want him to be you want him to be soft? Do you want him to lick the butthole? You know what do you want? <laughs> because you can do anything in a, in, with words. God damn it! God bless. God bless Praise America. The Praise the Lord. So what's been going on at the farm? Uh. Oh, I'm in transition now. I'm it's starting to transition into fall mode, so I'm getting getting my firewood preps ready. I split some wood today, and I gotta get um, tear my uh, pull my old wood stove out so I can get the new kitchen queen in the there. bad motherfucker. Yeah, the one. Did you you didn't tell them tell the story about how you found this? No, this hasn't been told. Okay, yeah. So it's farm related. So it's the the wood stove is the heart of my farm. So it couldn't be any more farm related because that thing it heats uh, cooks my food. It heats my home. It heats a lot of my hot water. And when I get this one plumbed up, it's got a coil in it, right? So you a stainless steel coil that goes through the firebox and comes out the other side, and you can plumb pipes to it and run that into your. Um, Hot water, your electric hot water heater, so that it thermosiphons naturally because the heat rises and lowers, and and you can without electricity you can heat your hot water 
just by running your wood stove, which is also heating your home and also cooking your food. And this this uh, and, wood stove, you you've been wanting this wood stove in particular for a while. Yes, I've been I've researched it and researched it and researched it. Sort of like for when you years. Were, I was obsessed. when I was a little kid. I'd look at the the uh, J.C. Penney. Or, book. or looking at musician's friend yeah, when you're like, that you really want this, you need this amp to be able to, to be able to conquer the world or whatever. And you just look at it every day. Yeah. So th- I had, that was what this wood stove was for me. I was like, I decided years ago, probably three, four years ago, this is the one I'm definitely going to get this when I get the, when I get the $4,000 scraped together and all the gusto I need to replace my old wood stove with this one. This is the one, this exact model with these exact features, with this exact look. It's like just a solid black Amish made thing. There's nothing special about the way it looks, but this is the one. It just has all the stuff you want on it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's that's the right the the right size with the with a water coil in it, so I can heat my hot water with it. And um, I was just on Facebook. God bless it, uh, the Facebook Marketplace. Fuck, it just came into Zucker, my Zuckerberg's knocking out. The they park. just they just fucking spoon fed it to me. This it just came into my newsfeed. Uh, Kitchen Queen Wood Stove, five hundred dollars. Or no, four hundred is what they were asking. Actually, they asked four hundred. And this brand new is a four thousand dollar implement. Yeah, or it could be more than that, depending on where you get it and shipping and stuff like that. You can get it for I think three something, but if you ship it, then it's going to be up in the four range. Definitely, yeah, because they have to bring it in. And on then freighter. if you paid someone to get it installed, obviously it's going to be. But anyhow, it's yeah, it's a four or five thousand dollar stove, easy. And I found it. Someone had a barn fresh one that had. I guess it looks like it's been used a little bit, but not really. It's been sitting in their barn. I guess they bought it used, and it and it was just they're like four hundred dollars. I actually gave them five hundred dollars because I was so grateful to get it at that price, and I and they they understood too. They were like, "Yeah, you, I mean, this is we, you know usually you won't be able to find one of these for." They were just want had to have it gone because they had to make room for hay like right away. And it was relatively close to you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in Heiko. It was like Which a tw- is twenty-five tw- minutes. Twenty. 25 that's fantastic yeah you think the lord had anything to do with that jesus well this has happened to me before with quite a few other things like the my my fetish with the fender Rhodes piano but the yeah. universe the universe just gave those to me gave you two yeah they gave me two <laughs> um like the lord's trying to tell me to do something here and so that, that was kind of like one of those moments like i haven't had a a good uh good universe blessing like that in a while so this one was like fuck yeah that's fucking crazy the lord is something about uh Somebody's watching over me yeah. or some shit. It's not your dad, but it might be my dad. Yeah, or um It could be Could be Chuck's grandma. Could be Chuck's grandma. Could be L. Ron Hubbard. And I'm gonna miss everybody. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna miss everybody. everybody. I'm gonna miss everybody. See you at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. See you at the crossroads. You don't belong there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fun. Bub's gonna miss everybody. He's gonna miss everybody. Long gone. <laughs> yeah, the the wood stove. Yeah, so so the next step is I got to pull the other one out. Prepare the area because it's it's just been like bare wood and unfinished like uh, studs and stuff. So I've got to put something in place 
you know, pull the old stove out, put something real in, permanent in place so I can get this stove in there. And I think it's going to heat the fuck out of my house compared to the last one because the the stove that I've been using is like this handmade stove. It's basically just a solid steel box. It's not designed to burn wood efficiently or anything like that. It's just something to put wood in and burn it. it it's a really- solid steel box, and it does have a blower on it that you can really you can really put out a lot of heat in it, but it's not designed to like have a nice long overnight burn where you're getting secondary combustion and the, it has like this one has like flumes and stuff you can this one has so so what happens is you got the burn chamber and then there's an oven on one side and you can you can adjust where the air flows so that the fire can go up to the top and you know heat the the cook surface while you're cooking and then you can do this thing where you actually recirculate there so it has to go it has to go under the oven and then back around and so in, like um let me call that convection yes convection, convection. yeah it, it, it's convection but what happens is is when when this you have the initial fire that's in your firebox and that's there's some smoke left over from that and that smoke has to go under the oven and then back up to the top and in that process it gets hot again and those gases reburn hmm. smoke is actually combustible so if you're burning a wood stove efficiently there should be no smoke coming out of your chimney and this was designed by the Amish perfectly so that it's fucking Amish, once it's fucking hot and you've got it locked down and just a little bit of oxygen flowing in there, there's no smoke. I mean, I, the, the, even with my current stove, there's very little smoke coming out of the chimney because, of the, because I know how to run it. But this one's set up so you can just lock it down and get a good 12-hour burn. So I, can, I could load it down at, you know... Six in the morning at nine at nine or something, you know, after it's dark and a little while before I go to bed, I don't have to sit there and tend it, and then wake up at nine and the house still be warm, as opposed to having to load it down at eleven and get up at six and it be and it be forty forty nine degrees in my house. That's usually what I do is I wake up and it's just fucking freezing and I have to I have to fire the wood stove up and get it going to get the house back up to temp. Uh. I've been doing that shit for five years. Uh, I'm, Every winter. I'm glad that I like it cold. Yeah, it, so. it stays in the 50s in my house. I mean, it's it's a giant house. It's over 4,000 square feet, and I heat only with wood. Yeah. That's not entirely true. Occasionally, if I'm going somewhere, I might fire up a, pro t- a propane heater or a little electric space heater if it gets real bad, but 90, 98% of my heat in the winter comes from wood that I cut and process myself. You drag out of the woods yourself. I drag and split and chop and do all that stuff, mostly by hand. I did buy a wood splitter uh, to speed up production because I do sell firewood sometimes too. All right on. I haven't done that in a while because um, there's so many just like (sighs) West Virginia people who just want to sell firewood and they don't understand that they're not that they're working. You know what I mean? That they'll just sell it for nothing just because it's cool. A dollar or five dollars a bundle or something. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's like this proud to be poor mentality where it's like I'll throw your truckload of firewood for forty dollars. <clears throat> it's like well, you idiot. I spent it's like it, twenty hours getting that truckload of firewood. Yeah, if it's worth eighty five everywhere else on the goddamn planet, at least charge sixty five. Yeah, how you much? Know? How much would? How long would it take you to do a truckload of firewood? Your truck bed. It's not a huge truck, but. It just depends on how easy the wood is to get to. And if it's poplar, it might be a little bit. How easy it is to split, all that stuff. Um, I mean, I could probably, um, I don't know. I haven't done the math in a while, but it's. Well, let's say it takes you 10 hours. It'll probably take a little bit more, maybe a little less. I'm not sure how you have. Yeah, I can, I can cut a quarter wood in 10 hours and, and split it and stack it. So 
but then there's only pay yourself five dollars but then there's moving it and delivering it dragging it out of the woods and and then splitting yeah you have to add in all that you have to add in the whole process from cutting from the moment people are wanting for 50 bucks from the moment you walk towards the piece of wood (laughs) to get it you have to start counting your time let's let's start counting our time when you wake up and make breakfast yeah i I start i start as soon (laughs) as i put my first dip in I start the clock, and then I watch C- CNBC for four hours. The, the, the clock's rolling the whole time. Maybe jerk off a couple times. Yeah. Maybe play a little bit. I factor of that into the UFC. cost. I mean, watch, watch a couple of smashing pumpkins. These, these are these are necessary steps if I'm going to cut fire. I need to get motivated. I mean, I got to wake up. <laughs> I got to check my shows. These are, these are billable hours. I mean, it's a package deal. I mean, I got. You guys just don't understand how hard it is. Being a farmer, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I know I uh, my uh, fireplace is garbage, but uh, I split the firewood for that, and it is uh, it is hard work. It is not, and but it's also kind of satisfying. You know, there's jobs that are hard work, but they're still sort of satisfying. Splitting woods, up you there. see, you can see the the progress that you're making. It's now, now, pretty good for an OCD type person. Now picking it up and stacking it. Not satisfying. Not as fun as, as splitting it and getting that catharsis where you're like, bam, and you start to get into a rhythm with it and you, and it's just, it's almost like doing karate or something. It's just, it's very zen. Yeah, that's uh, whenever I was splitting firewood, the uh, ex-wife, or she was the wife at the time, she would stack it and I would split it. That's a good wife right there. I wish I... She was Okay. <laughs> I have a hard we time. Into, we ran into some problems. I have a hard so. time getting people to. Everybody wants to come try splitting, but nobody wants to help with the stacking. It's like, well, I can, I can split it. Do you really rather you just help me stack it? Stacking sucks. So. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> you just lots of bending over and yeah, chucking and and sorting and yeah. It's just. I mean, it's not bad work, but it's some wheelbarrows. It's, it's from, nowhere near as fun as is the it splitting. Wheelbarrow or wheel wheelbarrow. Barrow. Barrow. B a r r o w. Okay, I see. I know. That, but if but you say, but if you say wheelbarrow, yeah, nobody cares. That that's a variation that I totally accept. Also, what I've heard because it, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense because in the back in the day, that's what, it would probably be a half of a barrel with some, with a wheel on it and some handle. That's probably what it originally was. I think but, also I've heard burrow like it's like a it's like a wheel donkey. A wheel donkey. Yeah, I would accept that. I start calling them wheel donkeys. I'm not. I'm not a, a dialect. Variation snob I, I'll, yeah. I'll accept any pronunciation you As long as I know What the fuck You're talking about Yeah And if somebody Called it a A uh, A round thing Wood hauler you, I just, I just, you, might, you might still know what they're talking about. I just don't like it when, when people from New England come and tell me how to say stuff. Oh, dude, we were in a... This was in maybe 2001 or two. We lived in... Um, God, you and I weren't really hanging out that much at the time. I lived in the... On College Avenue in Morgantown. It became the first house on the left as you go up the hill on College Avenue because the the original first house burnt down. Didn't Dan they, live there for a time? Yeah. Okay, lived, I've been he there. He lived underneath us, too. I, I, yeah, I know the place. But um, it's not there anymore. It's not. I don't think so. I know there was there was a house right before it that burned down my first night in Morgantown. I think the university bought it. And we we lived up uh, a little bit further up the hill, maybe at the fifth house. No, we were probably the third house because there was a guardrail. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, went to Kroger's on the university. To get a bunch of beer and stuff And we had some New Jersey girls with us Because my friends were dating New Jersey girls And I told uh, 
she was my girlfriend at the time to get a buggy and they were like <laughs> a buggy it's a cart and i was like motherfucker i'm driving today it's a buggy and you can like it or you can stay here when in and rome. walk all the way back when in rome motherfuckers this is new jersey people don't they don't understand they don't get it no but I got real mad and like I don't get mad about stuff like that anymore but no. don't be don't act like I'm stupid no it's a form of classism it's like oh you're you dumb hillbilly they always make fun of West Virginia I said if you were worth the shit you would have went to Rutgers instead of coming down here like how, what makes you think I'm from New Jersey I'm like I know you're from New Jersey they're like I am from New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> but how do you know I'm like I just do you can just tell <laughs> you can just tell well it was either people from West Virginia or New Jersey some some from Pennsylvania. Yeah, a few from here and there. Hit the from the hither twos, but not, not almost all. But I, I know. Yeah, you got gold hoop earrings in. It's not hard. Fucking it, just the way shit. they carry themselves. We're the New Jersey dress. University of West. Virginia The way they shirts. smell, everything. They're just. I did have some good times with them. I'm not saying they were all bad. Oh, I, I have. There's yeah. some people that came down here and embraced it, and they live here still. There, yeah, I've got friends. You know, I made made friends from New Jersey that were like. Totally jerseyed out motherfuckers. They were legit cool people. It's not about that. It's just, but they were also accept loving and accepting of me. Just, just staring down there. Anybody, anybody that stares there, down there knows that anybody. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into it. And there, yeah, there's a lot of that from that. Unless culture. they literally just can't help it, like they're super tall and they have to look down at everybody. I've, I've literally heard people say, like different people on in different accords and totally different environments say, yeah, people from New Jersey are the best people in the world. I don't believe that. I yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't dis. I'm sure there are some great people. You got Chris Christie. You're just people. You got Bruce Springsteen. Who <laughs> <laughs> from New Is Jersey? Billy Joel from New Jersey? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> not, not a Billy Joel fan. Not really. Me neither. I, I like some of them. I love that song. <laughs> oh, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, that song's good. Let's, let's play that. Actually, <laughs> did they do a? Um, and when you were in school in history, did they do a, a lesson based on that song? Yes, I think that was just everybody. I think we, we that was part of the curriculum. We were I supposed think. to learn the song. I think but this was in high school that they played this that song and did a lesson about it. But this was also a hippie teacher that came in stoned a lot. He was great, Mister Corbin. No, I remember like in middle school, he the teachers being like being like all into the song, letting us listen to it in class, and <laughs> it's totally hip to be square. It is a great song. <laughs> Maybe one of his only great songs. Uptown Girl? <sighs> maybe, if it, maybe if it was 20 years earlier. In the 50s? <laughs> yeah, it would have been a great uh, song. Uh, what was it? For the longest time, it's a pretty good one. It was a doo-wop song, too. It's the same category. Piano Man's pretty good. Awful long, though, for my taste. Mm. I feel like there's going to be somebody send me a message about us hating on Billy Joel. And it's going to be in, in severe disagreement. Well, you're not hating on him. I just am. Nah, no, I, I respect him. He's a great piano player. He's uh, he fucking married uh, what's her face, Christy Brinkley. Mm-hmm. To this day, still one of the hottest women. Like she's seventy, and she still looks amazing. More power to him. I mean, yeah, for sure. You, you, he can be famous. I don't care that he's famous or anything like that, but. I, like, again, I haven't heard and sat and listened to a Billy Joel album. And Neither been, have I. I have one. Like, on, oh my god! I think I have one over there. If you want to, I don't. Dust off I the tried. Player. I mean, I tried. <laughs> the people that I hate on, it's not like I just like. <coughs> you just hate. You know, I, I research the people I dislike. I, you know, I like. <laughs> I don't like disliking people. It's like I want to. I want to find something good about them. It's like a oh, Billy Joel. Okay, I like research his whole catalog and listen to all these songs. And 
I, I just don't get it, man. I don't get. <laughs> Who's somebody that I really like that you just hate? Uh, I don't know. You probably dislike a lot of what I like, but you probably don't hate it. I don't other. like Ryan Adams, but I don't hate him. I don't hate his music. You can see why someone would like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like there are songs of his that I like. Like, I like some of his music. I respect. But you don't understand why people would be obsessed with him. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I went and saw him and at the theater in Morgantown, mm-hmm. six with the Cardinals. Yeah, and. We were outside of the venue just standing around, and he walked by and said, oh, hey, Ryan Adams. He goes, hey, man, and he just keeps walking, which that was great. That's perfectly fine because I'm I'm not a star fucker. I I didn't want to take a picture with him. Yeah, at least he acknowledged you. Yeah. Then after the show, we go to, I forget which bar it was. Gibby's. It was not Gibby's. No, it might have been Gibby's. I I think think it was was, Gibby's. I think it was Gibby's. We went to that bar, and the Cardinals were in there. Yeah, that Ryan Adams was not. He's like, they were like, man, he's fucking sober, whatever. And, they, and I like, we were drinking pitchers with the Cardinals. Yeah, and they were really cool. They actually got up and did live band karaoke. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, that's. I love stuff like that. Yeah, they're all. I don't know if they're still playing with them, but they're all relatively successful musicians in their own right. Of course they are. They're probably all studio guys. They're probably all impeccable. But yeah, I mean. I didn't expect Ryan Adams to be a big uh, meet and greet guy, so I was totally cool with him just waving and keeping on walking, wearing all the flannel he could possibly find and bell bottoms. And so I was um, I was sleeping on the couch because I always sleep on the couch now. Are you getting ready to play something? And uh, I was awoken suddenly by something that just made my heart made my heart jump into my throat, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" It sounded like it sounded like lightning had struck a one of the big trees right by my house. Oh no. And uh and I woke and I woke and I was just uh I, I felt uh I felt something and this song kinda never should have kinda exemplifies what I felt. And the thunder roll You a big Garth fan? And the thunder I'm a medium Garth fan. Some stuff like I was a very big Garth fan. I don't know if you've heard my story, but he was he was the first musician that I liked. I mean, he's got some good fucking songs. He does. She's pacing by the telephone in her faded flannel gown. But yeah, it was uh, me and Shelton. We were obsessed with him in junior high, and then I don't know what it was, but like I just didn't grow out of. I still love this shit. Like uh, the first three or four albums, I still love it. I just never listened to it. But right. I know every word and all that stuff. But uh, I guess once I heard grunge and the Beatles and and all that stuff, the Rolling Stones, my dad loved the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Neil Young. I was just like, I mean, this is good, but this is... There's more to the world. Yeah. But I was almost strictly a whatever was on the radio country guy until I was like 13 or 14, maybe. Well, it's, yeah, you're a product of your environment. I mean, yeah. there weren't really much options for a kid in Dixie. And I wasn't music. really in, in the music like I uh, like I became because I was playing sports. I was Yeah, you're a kid. Yeah, I was doing all the stuff. I was, didn't even think about trying to get laid or anything. You're hitting dingers. I was, I was hitting dingers. That kid's all, you know what? That kid is me. <laughs> Whenever I was his age, he's twelve. I was about, I was probably a little bit more stealth than him. Like, did you speak like a ninety-year-old mafia man too? <laughs> I had dingers. 
Dinger. That kid's become a little bit famous. There's all kinds of baseball players doing videos with him now. <laughs> He's like, what do you like to do, Big Al? Hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Garth, man. I remember whenever the TV special came out, it was just a live concert of Garth. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, this whole era, I forget which album it was. This there, is No Fences. There's one album... I want to say it was like it was like black and white, but it wasn't. It was, um, God damn it! If Matt Shelton's listening to this, he's screaming it right now. But um, it's not in pieces because that was black and red. No, the the name of it had some meaning that was like. Uh, anyway, I think I remember that album, the whole album being really good, and like listening to it in my mom's truck. We had it on tape. Yep, I had all all Garth Brooks tapes. Yeah, the tapes. Did you ever partake in Columbia House? Or, uh, yeah, I played around with it, but I, it was when I played with it, it was CDs. Yeah, I got tapes, but my first CDs did also come from Columbia House. Yeah, but I had like account for like my dogs, and they would just always send it in. All I had to do was remember to send a penny just and tell them it. not to not to send it. If you remember to cancel it, it's a great de- great deal. But they make their money on the people that forget to cancel it and pay for it for years. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> um, like uh, all these apps like on the playstation same, it's the same concept you, just, you get a free month and you forget to cancel it that's right. what that's probably where youtube red's making all their money because everybody got it to watch the karate kid sequel and we're just like, oh, which yeah. was great yeah and i got it and then i canceled it that day because I, <laughs> I watched it all the way through and i was like okay i'm done thank you but yeah i love columbia house sometimes i was a little bit wary like are these the actual recordings or did they just slap the <laughs> Slap the cover on it, and some other band did it. But yeah, it was always really cheap. Like the packaging and everything was always. I remember uh, a cheaper version of the product. Music stores wouldn't take them for trade in. Right. <laughs> sure that that was that was the beginning of was CDs being made in China instead of being made in Canada. Probably started there. Do you think CDs were a bad idea? No. Why would they be a bad idea? I don't know. I think Neil Young thinks they were. I tend to side with him whenever I can on almost everything. I mean, I could understand why somebody would make that case, <laughs> but I've, I've never made that case. I, I like analog stuff better. I like like the sound. You're a VHS guy, right? You yeah, like I like better. I like the sound of records and tapes better because there's a, it, it, it sounds different every time you play it because it's like it's an organic thing um, versus a digital copy of something. Is, it just sounds the way it sounds, and there's benefits to that too, but it's a pretty poor design, the compact disc, because they're so fragile. Like easy to scratch. It's like how many fucking CDs did you buy that you weren't able to listen to for your whole life because they just they just get destroyed. I remember. Um, Where's the tape? You could take a cassette tape and chuck it out. You know what I mean? And play baseball with it and probably still play. Oh God, I've got tapes at home. My mom's got a box of everything I ever did, and all the tapes that I ever had are in, are in a box. And I bet if I could find a working tape player, which is probably hard to do. I've got tape players. Do you? I've got multiple tape players. I'm willing to bet that every one of those sons of bitches still works perfectly yeah. fine. And I'm sure that the, all of the highs, the high-end stuff is degraded out of it, so it's like a really bassy, like, woo, because that's what, that's what happens to the tape as it, as it degrades and oxidizes. The, the high-end frequencies tend to roll out, and so you wind up with something that's a lot warmer and bassier. Do you remember recording on four tracks on tapes yeah i still have my four track i actually we could record an album on my four track do you want to do that not really yeah <laughs> yeah sort of but it would work really well for your music where yeah. where it's not like 
I mean, I could do versions of my songs with it too, but we could do like really simple stuff. Like, I mean, I, I can use it like with a four track, I could actually probably get about eight tracks out of it by bouncing. Yeah, I've had it to just, do that. It takes a lot of skill to do I, that. I did that with uh, that recorder. All the stuff you hear uh, yeah. that I recorded a long time ago, I did it with that. And I had to bounce because it only had, I think, four four right. tracks but it was digital but once you bounce that track it is what it it's is it's done yeah. it is over but so not, with digital right. you could undo right but with tape jesus christ but you could we could record it onto the four track and then get those tracks onto digital and then we can manipulate them however we want i with think that's that what neil young does now that's what most people do that are serious about analog tape neil young actually bought whoever it is that makes recording tape Real real recording tape. Mm. He bought that company just to keep him going because they were going to discontinue. Because he wants probably. to keep because that's what he the way he wants yeah. to do it. And he's 150 years old. He's got all the money in the world, and he wants to keep making music for some reason. I'm sure it's still good. I haven't listened to hardly any of his new stuff, but yeah, whatever. He's Neil Young. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's great. But uh, I remember the frustration of we really need to get this done in two takes. <laughs> and nothing we ever recorded on tape ever saw the light of day. I don't think it's probably sitting in Hot Stinkle's basement somewhere. Oh, well, what do you mean by we? Well, me and Matt and are you guys trying to do stuff on tape? We tried. It didn't work too well. Yeah, you need a real sound engineer on the job. Yeah, and we didn't have one. <laughs> Not then. <laughs> Now, I think me and you... And the Heinzes could do it. The they, Heinzes, they probably they, can. They've recorded more stuff on tape and analog than probably they have on digital because they did that shit for years. They've been doing the, it since the mid-50s, yeah, I think. They, yeah, they, they're like 100 years old. <laughs> and they've been making... Are you trying to get them to stop listening? They've been us? making <laughs> great music for hundreds of years. They do make great music. I could probably pull some up yeah, right we should put, we should. Yeah, we should plug them. I wonder if they have a YouTube. That I don't know. I just know they're on Bandcamp. Jesus Christ. Fucking Heinz Brothers. If you want somebody to make your music sound good, if you don't suck to begin with, get those guys on the job. Should we make them part of the dirty shame? There'd be a lot less work for me. <laughs> <laughs> might have to pay them since they actually know what they're doing. And you're just nice to me. You know what you're doing. And I'm not saying you don't. You're just nice. Okay, I'm going to look up their band camp. Bubby. Mm-hmm. Excuse the silence. You know, it wouldn't take much for us to add a video element to this show. I don't want one. You don't want you don't want people to see how hot we are. No, it would take a few because uh, we'd have to do the video, and then I'd have to sync up the video with the audio. That's not hard. It would be for me. It's, it'd be if you know how to do audio, you can do video. It's just a little learning curve. I've done it. I made videos. If I had good software, I could make really great ones. Let me see. All right, I pulled up their latest album here. Let's go with the first track, "Steelhead" on "Nature Walk" by the Heinz Brothers. Anytime you want to play, asshole. You just go ahead and buffer. You know, they told me that they had the capability to record this in 24-bit. 
but they didn't figure that out until after it was already done. So it's only in 16-bit. And I can really tell the difference. No. <laughs> Almost no one can. Especially if you're playing it on YouTube yeah. in MP3 form. <laughs> or whatever. Up in northern Ohio. Which one of you bastards is playing steel guitar? Todd? <laughs> would you, I would guess probably Todd. Yeah. I, I would guess. I've never even seen a steel guitar close. I don't even know if he's playing steel guitar or if that's he's playing. He's doing that with a, with a guitar, an electric guitar. He's doing it better than I did whenever we were I tried to do volume swells. And it was okay. But. Oh, it worked out really good on the um, walk if I have to. It had kind of like a this dark. A little bit of a sloppy steel guitar. And I kind of mixed it so it was kind of like it had that drunken feel to it. I think that's probably what I was going for. Yeah. Because I was drunk when I recorded it. It works for the song. And the leaves started to turn. But the song's kind of about being drunk. Yeah. What's that harmony? Yeah, it just sounds great. I think the Hobbs Brothers need to start a podcast. We should have them on. I would love to have them on. That's a, is that a formal invitation? If they, want to, if they want to come all the way down here, or we could just go up there, I'm sure they have all the stuff we would need to make a podcast. That's true. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. And it slept through the day. They've been around forever. Yeah, they've, and then, they've always supported local shit too. They, they're, yeah, they're actually they actually care about other people making music and yeah. make a point to. These are great guys all around. I like them a lot, and they're both extremely handsome. Yeah, some, some of the sexiest men in, in uh, Nicholas County. I would say devastatingly handsome in Nicholas County. I mean. Well, I Maybe mean, in, the, in the Tri County. Uh, we're talking Nicholas Braxton and Fayette. <laughs> or are we talking Nicholas <laughs> Webster and Clay? Nicholas Randolph. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> Maybe Greenbrier. <laughs> yeah, this is great stuff. There's, there's one song on here, and I can't remember the name of it, that is my favorite song I may have ever heard in my life. Find it. Um, Just play them until you hear it. Well, there's this one. Let's go to track number two. It's called The Woodsman. I think this is a uh, concept album from what I can remember because everything sort of flows together. Because in the first song, you mentioned The Woodsman. Yeah, I need to listen to it in that context. The second one is called The Woodsman or Woodsman. That's kind of because that's what I do with my albums. I try to make them. Great, greater, greater than the sum of their parts. Make it to where um, you really need the whole story. Like it's a season of a television show. Not that right? necessarily that you need the whole story, but if you get the whole story, You'll it makes it. each song better. Oh uh, yeah. Albums like OK Computer or uh, Sgt. So, Pepper. So yeah, that the, the songs make have more power in the context of the other songs than they do on their own. Yeah. Even though each song is good. He's a, they're quite a bass. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's got the low. Yeah, he's singing like a full baritone, maybe even a bass. 
the rain got in. All it's good. He knew that it was this is local music, motherfucker. This is West Virginia. This is Summersville. For the a little bit of chicken picking. Next one's called Skip. I'm not going to skip it, though. You probably won't make it to the end. I probably won't make it to the end. So you are going to skip it. I'm not going to skip. A partial skip. Mm, yeah. I guess it'll count as a partial skip on the band camp place. It will. <laughs> Those kind of hurt my feelings. Those hurt my feelings a lot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, what? What? I walk if I have to. Wasn't One thing enough? if it's in the pink yeah. and, and you can see that it's like, no, no, they just skipped it because they wanted to hear something else. And yeah. instead of like skipped it halfway through and they're like, hey, I'm done with this song. <laughs> Especially when they're all yellow and you're like, God, nobody finished a single song. Somebody, somebody just visited my page and clicked on all of them but Deci- didn't let any of them play. Decided they didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost immediately. <laughs> what a prick. I wish I couldn't see the statistics sometimes. Well, stop showing me. for the sunlight. How much? Yeah, this one's great, actually. Did you lose? Storm passed by so quickly. One can only guess. One can only guess. You looked out and went back to bed. Spent a lot of time on this. Slept and rest your head. Tried so hard to wake you up. I wonder why they even win. If we, if we can't get them on the show, I really want to talk to them about their process. Yeah. How they write their songs. What inspires them. Because that's most interesting to me. Underwear size, underwear style, their favorite sex position. What what do you think Todd is? You think Todd's a boxer brief, boxer brief? I think I'm done with. I mean, boxer briefs have become really popular. I'm a boxer brief guy. Uh, Todd seems like he's old. The motherfucker doesn't even use a pick when he plays his guitar. So you're saying, what are you saying, commando? I'm not saying. I'm just saying he might be commando. I'm throwing it out there. I would say either commando or briefs. Like one, one extreme briefs. or the other Bikini briefs He's not a boxer boxer guy. I know a guy that wears bikini briefs Another guy I'm not going to mention his name But you know him too And he looks great at him So His name's Charles Keenan <laughs> Yeah, silk <laughs> Silk, silk bikini, bikini briefs <laughs> I'd wear the You know, I would wear the banana hammocks But it would It just doesn't work unless I shave And I'm not going to do all that No it's just like she's just you know, the, the pubic bush just kind of goes up above the the panty line and it yeah. just doesn't work. It doesn't look good unless and, I'm going to shave. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, you can, I'm not into anybody that. can look at me. Can tell no, I'm not, you're not shaving. I'm not shaving. I might wax though. I would maybe for the right girl. We think Jamie does. Do you think Jamie's a boxer brief? Boxer brief. I could see Jamie wearing. Thong. I could see Jamie wearing boxers. I think he might be a boxer guy. Where's Todd? I think might be briefs or commando. Guys, I want you to answer me. I want you. I want. <laughs> I want you. I know if Todd you're out there. I know Todd doesn't have social media, but uh, Jamie, if you get, if you could holler at me and let me know. 
Because whatever you guys do, I want to start doing. Nicholas County is dying to know. <laughs> what kind of underwear does the Heinz? I wonder if we've with? if we've made everybody mad just by talking over this good music or. No, that's, that's what the show is. Yeah, this is kind of what it's, we do. Most it's not of the a radio time. show where we play whole songs like we talk. We we, we talk over shit. That's yeah, what we do. We would uh, not be allowed to do that. I don't think we're plugging their music. Yeah, shit. They can hear that it's good. Here's the next one called Sasquatch. Wonder what it's about. Oh, I remember this one. It's a pretty good one, right? You must be getting a lot of traffic on the Heinz Brothers page because it's taking so long to load everything. Oh, they played this one live um, with Red Audio there a few weeks back. Cool. I would have liked to have seen that. You really would have. You, you could have got to see Scott Hinkle. Except, except I would have had to... I would have to drive. And... See Scott Hinkle. And like listen to really loud bar music. Next time they're going to do an acoustic set. Red audio? No, they won't. That's not their bag. I was say, I don't know how that would work. They'd probably be okay. We were surely Any other West Virginia musicians we should plug? I'm kind of out of the loop right now. Normally I would be able to rattle a bunch off, but the last seven years or so haven't been normal for me. I know me. one. The, he's the uh, the um, chairman of the West Virginia Podcasters Association, John Radcliffe. He's a musician. I'll play some of his stuff here in a minute. Cool. Um, there's me and you. But they've heard enough of our stuff. I did write a new song today. I guess I could play that at the end. Yeah. Plug your own shit. Um, if you have your own podcast and you can't plug your own music, what the fuck's the point? Well, uh, one of the songs that we recorded was the intro song after I lost the, uh, the soundboard. Um, who I was before. I used that oh, right, as the right. intro. Yeah, I remember that era. And then I just kind of stopped. Got real clapped and heavy for a while. <laughs> Let me, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of John, see if you like him. John Radcliffe. I think he's from Parkersburg. You ever been to Parkersburg? I've passed through it. You know, per capita, it's the gayest city in the United States of America. I don't feel much of a need to pass through it again. I've actually, no I don't think I've never been, I've ever been there, to be quite honest. Let me see which one that I like the most. It's Company like, song, I think. Parkersburg is like if... It's like if Huntington and Spencer had a baby. Spencer's nice. I like Spencer. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I like? Um, I like uh, Point Pleasant. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got family there. I like also like Buffalo and Winfield and family that Red I'm House. excommunicated from, but blood, blood relatives are from there. Guys, this is John Radcliffe, his new album, Muse. On, you can find it on Bandcamp. He's from West by God, Virginia. If you count Parkersburg. It's, yeah, it's there. He's a big West Virginia guy, though. He loves West Virginia. He hardly ever says anything negative about it at all. It's not as West Virginia as 
say Clay County is. Oh, I don't know that anything's as West Virginia as Clay County is, baby. (laughs) 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 I spent a lot of time in Clay County here recently. I've been up all the hollers. See, Boone County's getting more of the line, getting more of the, because of the whole white thing. Well, wonderful whites. But really, Clay, Clay's kind of really. Clay's the shit, though. Yeah. I think they have one of the best schools in the state. I don't know how. I'm not saying that they're stupid people. I'm just saying there's not a giant tax base yeah, to feed them. But they always uh, seem to have the best schools, at least in this area. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah, John's in, uh, he's uh, the chairman of the West Virginia Podcasters Association. And he keeps awarding me. He's got the well, vo- him and the committee. He's got the vocal panned hard right. Does he? Yeah. Just in the right channel. I can hear my left. Well, it's panned. It is panned, yeah. Yeah. Not 100%. Thus, it might be some fuckery with the phone. I'm not sure. No, I like it. I'm not complaining. I like when people do that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, people don't do that enough. I, um... I seem to always pan like a, a guitar hard. He's got right. some. He's got some vocal backing harmonies and stuff going on, and a lot of layers there. Sounds well, he told me he's influenced by uh, the Bee Gees. That makes sense. This has a. I hate to. Whenever I'm listening to somebody, and because I, I hate when people do it to me, but it has a little bit of a Neil Young feel. Not not because it sounds like Neil Young. Yeah, it's just you're just. Has some of that vibe. Yeah. I, and I don't think any musician actually takes offense to it. I just don't like it because they always scream Pearl Jam at me because they think just because my voice is baritone that I sound exactly like Eddie Vedder. And I made it public that I like Pearl Jam. Yeah, I've, I've been hit with the Radiohead thing pretty hard, but I d- I'm not ashamed of it. No, I'm not ashamed I, I just of it don't either. think that I sound that much like Radiohead. Your first one was the closest one, that's, but it still doesn't sound like Radiohead. No. It's just that you can tell that you've listened to Radiohead. There's an influence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like you can tell that you like the Beatles or yeah. anybody else. You could have said that about a lot of bands. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. Um, um, the Proclaimers. The, uh, spinal, Seven Mary Three Spinal Tap The uh, the Herdsman The Poopsman The New Main Street Singers <laughs> <laughs> Let me pick another one of his songs Stupid Mind We'll start, start there real quick Don't mind me It's got a little bit of riffage I didn't know you opened that other pack. I'm sorry. I opened this pack. I'm an idiot. I didn't, I didn't know I did either. It doesn't matter. Yeah. John Rackliff, this is called Stupid Mind. Here on WPFR, playing the hits from hill to valley. WPFR. <laughs> <laughs> Got him and um, my best friend, 
Andrew Adkins, he put out an album a little while back. He was in the, uh, still is, I guess, in the um, the Wild Rumpus. He's from Nichols County as well. Oh, cool. I think he graduated with my brother. And they do sort of a, uh, he does, well, this is a solo, does sort of a down-home Americana thing. A little bit of Dylan influence there, maybe. 49 Pontiac rolling down the open road. Packed it full and left this town. Almost a week. He does, uh, he's sort of like the uh, Ron Swanson because he does uh, a lot of woodwork. Oh, cool. And he's violently libertarian. Okay. I I'm actually, actually, I don't know that he is. I'm actually really good at woodworking, too. I just don't have the motivation to do it i think that might i don't know what he does for actual work like a living but it might be that it might be um playing music and doing woodwork oh cool he also i don't know if he still listens to the show but he was a big supporter at first god bless him <laughs> he said he stopped listening whenever uh you quit doing those characters yeah when that when that libertarian conspiracy theorist piece of shit started coming on there Contradicting Chuck <laughs> Hey I contradicted Chuck a lot oh, You sure did But it was a different <laughs> It was more like with a grin yeah. Making fun of him Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but Chuck's changed a lot He's uh, at least, uh He's at least giving lip service to Liberty a little bit every now and then Yeah I mean he's um, He definitely Definitely rattled his cage a little bit Start thinking about things a little bit differently. Yeah, that's that's always good. He got, he has a song called Candleton Holler Girls. One, two. There's some good Candleton Holler Girls. Alton too. Uh huh. You ain't shitting, my friend. Those Holler Girls are the best. She had 12 sisters all yeah, Actually shouted out a friend of mine there Who I guess is also a friend of his Just down the road from me Well Devin and me We were in love So it didn't take very long Till we snuck out to the Get em down bridge To have ourselves a ball There's also Daddy don't know will kill me Get on out of this town Let me see if I can find no another one That there's Andrew Atkins, and I'm switching over real quick here. To my friends, Red Audio. Let's see if I can find. Yeah, this is the one I like the most. I know you you love these guys too, at least on a personal level. You yeah. might not have heard their music. I, I know you like JMO a lot. I haven't listened to them uh, a whole lot, but yeah. I've played in bands with Scott before. I know JMO likes my music a lot, so that makes me a little biased <laughs> towards him. There's not many, not very many of them out there. <laughs> There's me, JMO, Hind, Hind Brothers. Hind Brothers say good things. 
about it. Aaron likes my music. Aaron. The character that I used to. Yeah. One of my, my other characters. Elena, not so much, which is weird. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Red Audio is just a fucking rock band, son. I played in bands with all these guys. Jamo on the synth. The symbols are all panned left. <laughs> they really are. I never pay attention to that. I guess I've never listened to this in headphones either. Well, you have a hear you have a hearing disorder, a hearing. Uh, I have an ear infection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like the um, uh, what's the Beach Boys guy? Brian Wilson. You're, you're like the Brian Wilson of West Virginia. I'm shaped like him too. <laughs> I'm not in as good a shape as him. Your dad smacked you in the ear. <laughs> he did. No, he, he didn't. That was a baseball. Which your dad forced you to play. <laughs> he didn't force me to play baseball. That was football. <laughs> then it turned out I liked it because I was good at it. But it also caused irreparable brain damage. You think so? Yeah, a little bit. They say studies have been done, and everybody that they've ever tested that played football has a little bit. Right. Yeah, but it made me who I am. It's red audio. Scars are sexy. Can you think of anybody else that we could pull up real quick? Uh, have you ever Have you ever um, listened to David Bellow's music? I have listened to David Bellow's music because you told me to. Uh, I've not listened to a lot of it. Yeah, that, that's a good West Virginia name. That's that's a classic. Was it, what's his name is uh, David? The name of the band David Bellow and his God Given Right. Oh, it changed. It changed forms. Sort of like how I used to do. Yeah, it just changed forms a million times. I can't remember the the band that he he plays in. That he sings for now, but it's not him. It's like a whole band effort. He's just the singer. But I didn't get into that band so much. But his original. I like that they're three-piece and they don't even bother dubbing like a rhythm track. A lot of bands would do it with double rhythm track over the solo, you know? Right. You got her pulled up? I've got something. That was Red Audio here on WPFR. His albums aren't um, aren't really on YouTube, but I've got a, here. I got a performance here. Uh, this is another worldly song. Um, this song is called Mental Health. This might be a cover. I'm not sure. I was a child. It's a strange thought. This is a cover. Where is it going? She's got an interesting voice, though. In the trees, it looks like bees. 
Is that uh, an Elliott Smith cover? I didn't catch who it was. Oh, this is a good song. You're beautiful. Oh, you fucking piece of shit. Automatically, you know what it reminds me of? Daniel Johnston. Yeah, he's Daniel Johnston. Especially if you listen to his early records that were like really lo-fi. Yeah. It's amazing songwriting. I mean, it's amazing. Daniel Johnston lived in West Virginia for a while, so we can count him too, baby. It's David F. Bella. I'm sure, I think he still has a page that you can download all of his music for free on. And it's, it's a whole lot of music. I mean, yeah. he's put out hundreds and hundreds of songs. He's like Ryan Adams in that respect. He's very prolific. You know this reminds me of now? Early Bright Eyes. And that's Except not a bad better. thing either. Except better. Early Bright Eyes, he couldn't sing very well. No. Like God bless him. I even went back and listened to some of this, his stuff when he put out when he was 13. It's not great, but it, who would expect it to be? It gets better. This is tremendous, though. David F. as in Frank Bello. David Francisco Bello. Um, and he would do whole sets where he would just, it would be just his voice and he would just loop his voice. But he would do songs like this. He'd do all of his songs, but just with his voice. And he was actually really good at it. I'd like to see that. He would like, so he would like sing the bass line and then sing harmonies to that and then perform the song. It was really something to see. It was some of the best performances I've ever seen of anybody, I would say. You're, friend, you're friends with this guy, right? Yeah. Probably haven't seen him in a while. But. I don't think I'm Facebook friends with him, but yeah. This, we, what we ought to do is uh, turn the farm into a hippie musician commune and, and do like a Monsters of Folk thing <laughs> with the, all the West Virginia musicians we, we can think of. I actually envisioned that when I first bought the place that it would be a really cool place to have music festivals, like really small ones. Like twenty to fifty people, just where like you just hang out, have like campsite set up so you can sleep. There's plenty of room. And just hang out and just play music and drink and keep it quiet. Do mushrooms. Yeah, whatever. I like all the different people singing too. It's all him. It sounds like different people. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it's all him. Usually it is. He plays guitar a lot like me, too. I like that. He's also from Parkersburg. Oh, word. I bet John knows him. We left out Kathy Matea and... And Brad Paisley, those guys don't get enough recognition. <laughs> clutch, aren't, aren't, is it Clutch from West Virginia? I don't know about that. Who's that? There was a band from Morgantown. I don't know that they even had like a singer. I think they were all instrumental. But I can't think of their name right now. They were gone before any of us got there, I think. I like the falling apart aspect of this song too. Yeah, that's a new, it's a new element. There's like a lot of different versions of this song. 
Oh, we could play some leap year. <laughs> Can you find it? No. <laughs> then we can't play it. There might be a song up somewhere, but I can't. I don't know that I can find it. I'll search. Yeah, that was good shit. Is there, you got, is there anything else by him? There's like hundreds and hundreds of songs. Hundreds of thousands of songs. Not necessarily on YouTube, but... Who's missing? Yeah, I can't find anything. I got one here. Oh, this is a good song. Burn Up in a Car. This is a classic of his. This is David F. Bello, and this song is called Burn Up in a Car. This is a Space Jam session. Tell the waterfall to fuck itself. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. I've actually performed with David Bello a few times. Like at open mics and stuff. We would just like get drunk and get up there and just improvise and just play shit together. This is great. Nobody writes songs like this. When the ambulance driver talks on the news, her head is shaking. And when your mother finds out, I hope she pisses herself screaming. <laughs> this guy's amazing. Yeah. He gave the world AIDS at a party. <laughs> this girl must be a bitch. <laughs> Cause everyone thinks that you're pretty and this is all just a disappointment Disappointment I tell myself I tell myself I tell myself I tell myself That I won't be burned up In that fucking car Guy's the voice of a generation. Yeah. He was huge in Morgantown there for about a decade. Get out of it. I mean, huge. And I wasn't living there at the time, and I heard about him. Huge amongst 30 people. Well, I mean, it's got to start with something. You know? yeah. No, but if I could get 30 people, I mean, I just put out a new song, and I, I think maybe four people have listened to it, and I'm one of them. <laughs> I listen to it. And it's the most amazing thing you've ever heard, right? It's the most amazing thing I've heard <laughs> that you've done today. <laughs> but my, well, my demographic is people that are you. So. <laughs> Not very many of me. <laughs> I don't even think Bub likes it. But fucking emo bullshit. Piece of shit. 
down like this. I'm telling you, download his entire catalog. Fine, he's got. He used to have a web page that was like all of his business shit, but it also had his music on there. No, hopefully, all for free. I mean, his first six albums are all. You ever think we fucked up by putting out shit for free, like music wise? No, I don't think so either. Because I don't think anybody was going to buy it. No, because people around here. When your mother finds you see anybody doing anything a little bit out of the ordinary and streaming. Unless you're, um, they see any musicians doing anything out of the ordinary, they they just don't like it. Unless you're uh, going and playing covers at a at a bar, yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with. I just can't do it. It's just it's just it's strange. I guess it's not just a West Virginia thing. I think it's any rural area. You know, they just. He thinks he's better than us because he. They just like the the stuff that's familiar to them and anything new. You know, it's just they won't pay any attention to it. They 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 can't they can't open their mind to it. That's fine. It is what it all is. The, all the people that I hoped would like it have told me that they like it. So that's that's all I really care about. The same with this. We only get two hundred fifty three hundred thousand listens and downloads a week. That's fine. That works. I mean, it'd be nice if we got a good an even five hundred thousand. It would be nice, and it's just hard to once you get to a certain plateau, you know. Yeah, it's hard to get over that hump. I mean, unless you've got big money behind you. And while we we are both independently wealthy, I'm just not. I don't want to put out that big of a risk, you know, to uh, to push the podcast any further, you know. Right. Anything else you want to play? Uh, I just had another David Bell Let's do it Playing just because Today's of Today's a great day for a trip to South Carolina We'll spend a week in the rain Beating the shit out of each other The day breaks will still be in the fighter Parts of the nation with the Carnegie Fiddler He's really young here that's the David Bello I know. Sunday when the skateboard fell on gravel, he broke your collarbone but didn't tell the doctor because he knows I'm picturing, I don't know him at all, but I'm picturing him being the kid that would dig up all the weirdest music he could find. Like, probably into the Flaming Lips, probably in, into even the Flaming Lips. They were extremely weird, but they've been able to be weird and famous. Um, probably into the Pixies. You would think all that stuff. I mean, all the, th- the stuff that he sounds like doesn't really sound like the music he listens to, though. No, I don't. I'm not saying yeah. he even sounds like it, but it just seems like the type of kid that, when he was a, he was a kid, he was actually looking for things and not bothering with the radio. Oh yeah. I would say. Every insecurity I've ever held in my heart is coming back right now and all is going greatly. Your hands are the only things that are keeping me from falling apart. But anyway, they're the only things that I've been feeling lately. He's got a lot of lyrics to remember. He, uh, he, he uses a lot of words. In a nutshell, <laughs> you got a good taste there. 
Yeah, it's a uh, little, little bit of everything there with that guy. David F. Bellow. Look him up. I think if there's any other WV musicians we could shout out. I'm sure there's lots of them, but I I'm out of I'm out of the I live on a farm, bro. <laughs> I know lots of them that I could. I'm just not going to. <laughs> <laughs> what I am going to do is I want to play the new song I wrote, and we're going to call this an episode. Fuck yeah. All right. This is a new song I wrote today after I got home from my mommy's house, and I had the uh, just the uh, the lyric, the no one will remember my name in my head for a while, and I was going to write something. So you wrote this that. and recorded it in the same day? Yeah, in the same hour. Yeah. Okay. And I just uh, I put the microphone about right here away from me, and I just sat and sang. And I it's one here for your listening pleasure. Maybe two takes. Let's just say two takes. You're welcome. Hope you enjoy it. And if you don't, eat my butt. Thanks and goodbye. This has been the Farm Employment Files. smoke I fade away barely leaving a trace no one will remember my name no one will remember this song it's not really a chorus with which to sing along I'm not saying they're wrong No one will remember this song Gonna take care of my dolls. It's where I'm gone. I can't take old backs and Mac along. Will they even know I'm gone? Who's gonna take care of my dolls? my house the table the TV refrigerator guitars and the couch will they just burn it down what will they do with my house my name when my lights go out like smoke I'll fade away barely leaving a trace no one will remember my name no one will remember my name
in a tree.